Hi, guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Soul Powered Portal. I have with me an incredible guest today, Angel Evinger. She's a mindset coach who helps women that are struggling with depression and anxiety to thrive by having more joy and living a more fulfilled life. So I'm so excited uh, to have you here today, Angel. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This is this is great. I'm really excited to be here. So thank you. You're welcome. And Angel and I go, I don't say way back. I mean, we met probably I don't, sometime last year where I was a guest on her podcast and then we've done some work together and she's just an incredible person and she has some doggies. So if you hear them in the background, they're yeah. saying hello <laughs> as well. <laughs> yes. She was just telling yes. me how she's got a, whole, a full house. So I'm thankful that you're even here doing this today and we're super excited to dive into the conversation. So can we start by just kind of talking a little bit about what it is that you do in the world. Um, who do you help and how do you help them? Yeah. So, um, my history is a little bit of, uh, of, uh, as an adult, I should say after having kids, I've lived with depression and anxiety and my life experience have, have kind of given me tools and things that I, that I've used to kind of try to live with this and, and overcome this. And this can be anything from, medication to to meditation to breath work to you know there's a variety of different yeah. things that that really can help with uh any situation that you're in and as I kind of got older and my kids got older I was like you know what I there are so many people that out there especially now that are living with depression and anxiety and that um I think I can help with you know the the knowledge that I have and all the years that I've kind of uh, live with this. And so my goal is really to help women that, um, that are living with these things and, and not feeling like they can accomplish anything or, or do anything, but you can live a fulfilled life, even if it's something that you're dealing with and, um, or living with, and there are a, num a number of different things that you can kind of do. And there's a lot of ups and downs when you're kind of in this depression. So it's not always, um, that you know horrible so it's really about trying to live those lights those light moments um yeah. to the best of your ability and and really take advantage of what those are I love that yeah and it is a journey you know I've struggled with this for essentially the majority of my adult life as well yeah. and probably into teenage years and I, I think that it's so important for us to be talking about this conversation and bringing yeah. awareness and normalizing this right because more and more people struggle with this than I think any of us ever realized. And so it's important for us to bring this out and actually say, hey, you're not the only one, right? And yeah, it's okay. Right. There's nothing wrong with you. We can create some modalities. And like you said, there's an entire array of ways to be able to do that. And I definitely love that that's your mission and that, that that's important to you because we need more people out there raising awareness to this. Yeah, I think that's you you hit the nail on the head when you said that we need to be talking about this because so much of this and I don't even understand half the time but so much of this is there's a negative connotation that that goes with it. And when you're yeah. living with depression and anxiety, you know, the word maybe crazy kind of gets uh thrown about and there's so many 
misconceptions about what mental illness is and what it does and how to live with it and and the array of things that there are right i mean so you do have the people that are that are schizophrenic and that are on that end that that need help that is beyond what i can what i could give sure. um and then you have those that you know have kind of some blue moments and so the blue days and there's just this wide range about it and we need to talk about it as if it's something that is acceptable because it is it's it's natural it's part of life and especially with the way that we're constantly in front of our screens and not getting outside and not doing the things that really allow you to kind of connect with yourself um th those numbers are just increasing and it seems like to me it's funny when you see you know celebrities but it seems like to me that going away and doing uh, drug rehab is more acceptable than yeah. somebody who really needs help uh, mentally which is so sad that that's yeah. so, you know that that's the way it is i i actually agree with that and i wonder yeah. why yeah why why is that right. I think it's a societal stigma but the truth is that the more that we talk about it the more we actually give others permission yes. to know like this is normal this is okay this is not something that you need to be ashamed of and I think that normalizing that is going to be so important for us to heal this as a collective wouldn't you agree oh absolutely absolutely I think that's really the goal of of anyone that's kind of living with it or or is speaking about it is to normalize um and, and let people know that it's okay. It's not something that you need to hide. It's not something, you know, that, that you need to be ashamed of because it's just part of maybe who you are or what life has brought you and all those things, yeah. um, you know, are not things that you can control in many cases. Yeah, it's not your fault, right? But it is our responsibility as adults to find ways to heal it and also to bring awareness, right? It's why it's important for individuals like us who are saying, hey, this is normal. It's okay. Because depression can be something that I heard this quote and I'm going to botch it, but it was something along the lines of depression is like it, it, it lies to you and makes you believe that you're the yes. only one experiencing it. Yes, yes, it's so and true that hit me so hard because I was like you're right yeah. like meanwhile ev like if you could just imagine how many other people are actually experiencing what it is that you're going through too uh, right. but because we've been so afraid to talk about it because we've been afraid to be labeled crazy or anything I think it's totally normal and a lot of it comes from the conditioning and the programming and the trauma big t trauma or little c trauma that we've experienced as children right um and even passed down they found that through the science of epigenetics that we can actually inherit some of these traits oh, from right. our loved ones. Right. So how would that ever be your fault or be something to be ashamed of? It's like, you know, inheriting blue eyes. Well, well, you wouldn't be ashamed that you inherited blue eyes. It came right. with, you know, it came with the right. package. So right. it, if we just could look at it as that and just say, Hey, like, this is something that I struggle with, but there's resources out there to help me. Uh, I think that we yeah. can really tr create true change, like on a, on a collective level. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that speak out about it and there's a lot of resources out there that you can find um, as well. And, you know, what I wanted to kind of do is give women a sense of community of people that 
were going through the same thing that other people in that same community were going through. So not only was I there to kind of help and guide and use my experiences to do that, but there's also other women that are wanting to to talk to each other and say hey has anyone ever gone through this or you know this is how i'm feeling today are there any um ways that you guys you know know to help uh, me oh get out gosh. of this funk or i love that yeah it's so important the community aspect because that also solidifies the fact that hey we're not alone right oh look right. at what this person and there is a healing aspect as you know, you were, you were in one of my group containers, right? And a lot of times, like when we start to see, oh, this person is struggling with this, or this person has a thought or an idea or something that they're bringing to the table, it does almost like, again, allow us permission to say, oh my gosh, okay, I'm not alone. Someone else is struggling with this. And it makes us feel like we're a part of something bigger. And I think that that has single-handedly been one of the biggest things that has shifted for me Mm -hmm. is knowing that I'm not alone and joining different programs and different containers and group types of atmospheres where I've had people who have, you know, looked me in the eye and said, Hey, I've struggled with this too. I've overcome it. And I see them and I'm like, Oh my gosh, they're thriving and they're doing so many great things in the world. So I want to touch a little bit on, um, your, Cause you had, and I don't want to like get ahead of myself here, but we had talked about um, just even the name of your program or the name of some of the ideas that you were coming up and you were talking about this idea of reconnecting to your soul. And mm. as you know, especially as the listeners who um, have listened to this podcast for a while, you know, we're talking about living a soul powered life. We're talking about, you know, having this connection to your soul. So I love that, you know, you know, our message is so aligned. Can we talk about the importance of that? Because I think that realistically, that's a big reason why people are feeling depressed. People are feeling anxious. Mm. People are feeling so disconnected right now is because they, they lack that. So can we talk a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, you know, so important. We, we often, um, worry about what others are telling, what others are saying about us and what, uh, with the environment that we're in. And, there's so many external things that we worry about, about the life that we're living, that we forget that what really matters is what's inside, right? Mm-hmm. So your soul, what what's what's inside and how, how are you loving that? How are you treating that? And um, a lot of times if we spend so much time on what's externally help, help happening around us, then we ignore the part that is really the most important and I think that you know I think that we the it's so important to really focus on what's inside of us and how we um connect with ourselves how we connect with the world what are the messages I I don't I know that there's like um they say that we have 60,000 thoughts per day and more than half of those thoughts are negative. Can you imagine that for the average person, more than half of those are negative? So it's like, how is that? I mean, I don't know. I say, how is that even possible? But the reality is we know that in our minds, we're constantly this critic to our ourselves. Like, oh, I can't believe I just said that. You know, you walk by a mirror and you go, oh, my God, I can't believe, you know, I mean, so you're constantly sending these negative messages to yourself 
and um, we need to learn to accept ourselves for who we are. And believe me, this is a challenge that I, you know, I, I'm, I'm not ace this yet. I think we all, you know, have, have kind of this issue, but um, learning to really accept who you are inside and accept what, what you physically look like, accept what is physically happening around you, the situations that are happening around you, and really just start to listen to what's inside your soul. So it could be, you know, little things from taking just some quiet moments and connecting with yourself. Meditation is a big um, thing. I know there's so many people that talk about it uh, right now, but and there's this misconception that meditation is about quieting the mind or um, trying to get it to there so there's no thoughts or anything in there. And that's really not what meditation is. Meditation is about focusing on one thing. So rather than to, rather than trying to push everything out, you focus on one thing. And with yoga, I'm a yoga instructor, you focus on the breath. Now you can also, if you have a guided meditation, which I love, those are my favorite. You have some amazing meditations, by the oh, way. I just love you. your meditation. <laughs> um, if anyone out there wants to experience them, they're amazing. Thank you. Um, but you, that gives you something to focus on. And so you're focused on that one thing. And then hopefully, you know, all the other crazy monkey mind stuff kind of just melts away. Now, it takes time to get to that point, um, you know, to, to, to be able to let go of all of those things. But as long as we are constantly reminding ourselves, okay, come back to the breath or come back to listen to what, you know, what Rebecca is saying on this um, meditation and um, focusing that on yourself, you can really gain so much, um, I don't, don't want to say energy, you can gain so much insight you you know you walk away really feeling refreshed and you can start with two three minutes you know to of doing it it doesn't have to be you start with a half an hour a day that's kind of insane it seems like so much when you you know when you really start talking about that but um yeah when you yeah anyhow so um i think that that's a big part is going is meditation can be a big part to to reconnecting with your soul but also using your intuition i know that's a big thing that you that you talk about and using your intuition in everything that you um do and decisions that you make i've really started to try to if someone asks me if i want to do something or if there's a something that's presented to me i try to take a couple minutes and just go okay how does that feel you know, not automatically saying yes or no, but okay, how does that feel? Yeah. And then making the decision from that, from that point. Um, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that we can all do that, right? That just takes a couple seconds, a couple breaths, you know, for you to just yeah. say, okay, does that, because a lot of times if, if it's something that's not meant for you, you'll get kind of a little twinge and you'll get a little, you know, something that, that just doesn't feel right. And a lot of times we ignore that and that's really ignoring what is best for ourselves and what, you know, what is the best path for ourselves. So being able to just um, listen to that and allow that to guide you, I think is a, is, is a big, a big thing to, to try to follow. I agree with that. And I think most of the time this happens because of our conditioning. It's like when we're growing up, we're taught to, well, don't do that. And good girls don't do that. And, yes, you know, good yes. boys don't do this. 
and we're put into these boxes, right? Um, don't be too loud. Don't be too this. Don't be too much. There's just so many things that we're told to not do. Yes. We don't have, we don't come into this world with all kinds of limitations like that, right? A lot of times they're projected onto us. And then we start to realize that, oh, it's not really safe to be me, right? I, I need to yes. kind of shrink down. And so right. I love this concept because it's all about just coming back to who it is that you actually are. I think that's one of the things that I do in my containers and in my community that's really at the essence of what it is is coming back to who you are and reminding you of who it is that you actually are at your core because I think that we've just been putting on layers upon layers upon layers of masks because we've had to as a protection mechanism right but mm -hmm. really all it is it's not that you're becoming a new person or you have to learn how to do x y and z to manifest your goals what it is is you can just shed the the old ways of being that are right. actually borrowed. They're right. like borrowed identities, right? Right. And I agree. And I love that you say that, you know, you you sit with yourself for a minute and make those decisions because what's your you're a generator, right? In human design? Uh yes, emotional generator. Yes. You're an emotional generator. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So in that case, it's like you do actually need to take some time with this. So an emotional generator for those of you guys who have, you know, heard me talk about human design before angel and I are both generators, but I am a non-emotional generator, which means that I have a very distinct way of knowing and a gut instinct. That's very clear to me. I don't really need time to think about things. I kind of know right away, but you as an emotional generator, you actually do need a little bit of time. You need to try on, okay, if I'm, if you're thinking about doing something, it's like, let me try it on today and see, do I still feel like that's a good idea? Yeah, I do. You, you know, do I, do I feel like it's a good idea tomorrow? Yes, I do. You mm -hmm. know, those kinds of things. So it's interesting because we all have a unique way that we can access our intuition and knowing how to communicate with our higher self, knowing how those things, you know, occur in the universe, it's really important because then we can figure out, okay, is this, you know, something that I should be doing or not? Um, because the intuition never lies, right? Right, how many, right. How many times have you gone against your gut? And then you're like, oh my God, why did I do that? I knew not to do it. Yes. Yeah. And vice versa. Right. 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 Which is so, I mean, it took me a long time to realize, okay, that that's there and that you can use it. I've always gotten those, you know, like if you see somebody or you meet somebody that's just, it just doesn't feel right. Um, I've gotten that a lot before. And um, so I can hopefully, or, or maybe people can relate to that as well, where you just meet someone and you're like, mm, I don't know, you know, and, and to not, to not push that aside. And there's a reason why you're getting that. And there's a reason why your, you know, your little safety light is going up and saying, okay, you need to, you need to know what's happening here. Um, so that's so important to, to listen to, but, you know, intuition in general, is, I've been trying to use as I've gone, gotten older, and it's such an important thing that can help guide you every single day, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. important to note the difference. So you're, we're talking about you know, overcoming lots of anxiety and all these things. Like I have a whole module inside of one of my programs that talks about 
knowing the difference between trauma and intuition, right? Because, mm, oh, right. Yeah. Right. The nervous yeah. system comes up and it's like always, we don't know sometimes the difference. So we think, oh, well, as an example, you know, I've had situations in my past where I've dated people who were not that great. Right. And I mm-hmm. knew like deep, deep, deep down, but I was covered up by so much trauma and I was trauma bonding with these people yeah. and it felt like it was normal. It felt like it was the way that things should be because it was similar to what I experienced when I was growing up. Right. So we have to know the difference between, we have to educate ourselves, you yeah. know, between those, the difference between just like our trauma, or if you're starting like you and I, you know, we're going to record a podcast, you're going to do a Facebook live or an Instagram live, and you start to feel anxious and butterflies in your stomach. That doesn't mean that that's your, your higher self or your intuition telling you not to do it. That's your, that's your nervous system. That's an activated state, right? That's your, that's, that's trauma feeling afraid. And so sometimes we have to be able to fear the, feel the fear and do it anyway. Right. But it is important for us to develop these things and keep that muscle going, you know, and, and building that muscle of intuition. Right. So I love that you bring that up. And I just, I think that, you know, it's just, it's so, it's such an important topic to talk about. And I love that you're practicing it and you're sitting with it because it does take time. And no matter, I don't think we ever get to a place where it's like, you know, just always going to be incredibly easy. I think this is a muscle that we build over time. So what would you say, you know, you, you help women to and individuals in general, um, to help them overcome, like, again, this anxiety to thrive, to be able to live with more joy, more purpose. What are some of the best ways that, you know, like if someone were just getting started, mm-hmm. how would you guide them to get started on this path? And you talked a little bit about meditation. Are there other modalities that you recommend? And yoga is one, a big, a big one I know too. Yeah. Yeah. The first thing that I try to really, um, tell people to do is come up with a community of people around you that are there to help and guide you and that know and understand what's, you know, what's happening with you. And so on this list, it should be your doctor, whoever that doctor is that you're talking to, because if you're going through um, depression or anxiety to the extent that you think you need help, you probably do. And um, a doctor will help guide you through the process. So it doesn't mean that you have to go on to medication. Um, that is an option. And, and I think in many cases, it's a good option, especially to, to start. Um, <clears throat> but your doctor is one of the most important people that you want to have on there. Also, if you're seeing a counselor or if you have a life coach, those are people that you want to have on the list as well. If you have a spouse. Now, you want to have people on this list that are supportive and that are um, there to help guide you. So if you have someone in your life, that's just like, oh, this isn't real, or this isn't happening. You don't want to have them on your list because you (laughs) want people that are supportive. Um, So, you know, a spouse, family member, mother, kids, you know, whoever you think that really knows and understands kind of what you're going through and that, um, this this team of people can actually get together and talk about how how to help you in some cases and it's never a conversation that's going to happen that's going to happen around behind your back it's not it's not like this this is part of your team and people that you want to be able to help you so that's kind of the first thing that i do is to say okay how who do we know that's here to help you and let's make a list and put it all together and use 
that as a way to help guide you. <clears throat> and in some that. cases, you have to actually cut, yeah, come out. You know, you actually have to go to people and say, okay, this is what I'm experiencing. And I'm looking for people that I know love me and really want what's best for me. Would you be willing to just be part of this team um, that. that, you know, that's there to help guide me? And so, that would be the first thing is to put together a list of the people that you think in your life are there to, 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 to help you. And I would include, you know, phone numbers and, and information so that those people, and then give them copies of this list to those people if you need to. Now your doctor, of course, or your counselor are not going to have conversations, of course, without everybody behind it, but, <clears throat> um, but you you know, it's just a really good place to start to put together. Okay. I do know that I need support and this could be for anything, right? Yeah. It doesn't have to be for depression and anxiety. This could be for anything. If you want, just, you know, you, if you have issue uh, or if you just want a community of people to support you, regardless of, of if you have, you know, issues with mental illness or not, it, it can be a supportive thing for you. So um, that's the first place that I would really you know, want people to, to start and to, to work from. I think that's huge. It's a huge first yeah. step and yeah, just not even the community within the community, which is something that you are working to build. Right. But also right. having a community outside of that, because I think that they're both important. Right. Um, I love that. I think that's such, yeah. a, that's such a huge uh, first step for people. And also just recognizing, I think, to being vulnerable enough to go to someone and say, Hey, this is what I'm struggling with. Like to have that conversation. I'm sure you mm -hmm. help people navigate that, but it is something that is like, okay. I know that if I were being vulnerable and I went to my husband and said, Hey, I'm really struggling with this. He would want to be there. Right. But if I were just right. acting like a jerk to him all the time. And like, he had no idea right. that I was struggling so much internally. I know that that can cause friction that can cause fights. Right. But if I go to him and say, Hey, I'm really not feeling that great right now. You know, I I'm struggling with X, Y, and Z. Can you help me with this? Um, he's more than happy to do it. Right. So right. I think right. it's just being able to be vulnerable, which again, I know that, you know, that's something that you can help people navigate as well. I'd love to know uh, just kind of what got you into this work and what makes you passionate about what you do. Um, well, I said kind of earlier on, I don't, I didn't really go into it much, but um, I kind of been living with depression and anxiety since my kids were born and my daughter, my youngest, who's now 21. So she's not a baby, but she's my baby. <laughs> yep. um, yeah. So um, after I had her, I went into postpartum depression and, <clears throat> um, it, there was this real fight within me to not want to take medication. I'm sure there's so many people that can really relate to that, but when you're going through postpartum depression, it's almost always going to be, um, there's something that you're lacking because of the, what you've been through. So medication is created to um replace things in your brain that aren't there right so the 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 i was going to say average person but that's not true the someone who has a normal brain that doesn't isn't living with depression or anxiety is creating a whole bunch of different um hormones and and things in their mind that 
naturally allows it to be at a certain state. But when you're going through depression and anxiety, you have things that get lowered and it just kind of go, it just kind of gets screwed up. So the medication helps just normalize you. So it's not something that a lot of people think I'm taking a happy pill or, uh, you know, I'm taking medication that is going to make me feel something, but it's literally replacing things in your brain that aren't there currently. Mm. So um, going through that process and and realizing myself, okay, the medication is going to help me. And then after I went through postpartum or, you know, my doctor was like, "Mm, I think it's a little bit more than postpartum because it's been, you know, six months a year and you're still experiencing these things. So then I went to uh, an actual psychiatrist or psychiatrist. Yeah. Psychiatrist and um, started talking to them about uh, my situation. And so I've been on medication for years now and that fight that I had in the beginning about taking the medication that didn't stop (laughs) you know so there was this constant like why do I need medication why do I need medication and I would go off of it and on and off and on and there was a period of time where I would just go off of it and then I remember my kids were little and just screaming at them and not being I didn't have any um compassion for for what they were going through or any patience or anything and I remember thinking okay so this isn't really for me I mean it is for me but to make me a better mom I need to be on the medication that normalizes me because otherwise I am not a person that I want to be and that's not the mom that I want to have for my kids So um, it took me a long time to realize that, okay, taking the medication is going to be the best thing for my kids, for my family, for my relationships. And, um, and so at at that point, I can't remember, they were probably like three, you know, they were still pretty young. At that point, I was like, okay, I'm just going to commit to doing this because I want to be the best mom that I could be. And in order to do that, I need a little bit of help. Yeah. Yeah. I so, love that. yeah, so that was, that's why I say medication can be an option. It doesn't have to be. Um, but if you're in the position to where your mind is really lacking some of these um, things in the brain that you need, you may need the medication just to normalize you. It, you yeah. know what I mean? It's not taking you to a higher point or a lower point. It's just normalizing who you are. Mm, I never... Um, thought of it that way or heard it explained that way because I think yeah like there is such a stigma and there's some you know you feel like there's something wrong with you yeah I think that that's that's really kind of cool the way that it works actually it's just to bring it back and 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 the fact that you 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 I don't want to say heated I don't know what the right you you took the advice (laughs) yeah he I don't know if heated is the word but um you took the advice and you did it and you did it for your family and you did what was necessary you know and what you felt was necessary at the time and this is how we stop the cycles is by becoming better for our children right to be better and to do what it takes so I love that you share that in transparency and you know vulnerability because I know that again it it normalizes this conversation for others yeah so that's that's amazing and I want to talk a little bit about I know you have some fun things that are coming up in your world um in terms of the community that you are launching and all of that so um, 
Do you want to share a little bit about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. So I've said a little bit about it um, up to this point, but um, I'm creating a community of women who um, are all kind of going through some of the things that we talked about, depression, anxiety, and are just looking for a community of women to share that with. And I'm um, available there. I, I Every week we'll go over a different topic. So we'll talk about different ways that you can um, you know, work through some of these things, different tools that I found that work. And then, so there's going to be such a variety of things that hopefully that there are things that will hit everyone, right? So that everyone can kind of grow and, and learn from this. Um, I am a yoga teacher, so I'm going to do one yoga class um, a week for that as well. And then we'll do the one, um, the one meeting a week that will go over a topic and um, people can reach out to me and ask me questions. And the idea is just to create a space of women who are, um, you know, just wanting to better their life and try to figure out, okay, how could I do that when I'm in the midst of this sometimes profound sorrow, right? Um, and so there are going to be things that may just bring you, you know, one little step closer to, to more joy. And there may be times that you're just like, I'm feeling great. Um, you know, so we'll have a variety of different things that, that women can relate to and, and work with. And I think the, what you mentioned earlier is just having the community of women who all are experiencing the same thing that have, that have, a real love for each other because they know what, um, you know, what the other one's going through and asking questions and being able to, to relate to each other. I think is going to be such an important part of that. Yes. I agree with that so much. And I think just knowing you're not alone, that means sometimes that is all you need. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, realistically, of course there's other tools and other things that you're going to be doing and, you know, having people come in and and see what works for them. And I think that's the biggest thing too, is not thinking that every single thing that worked for the person, you know, before me is going to work for me. It's just coming in with an open mind. I'm going to try this. I'm going to try, you know, yoga is something that works for me to calm my mind. I love doing yoga. Right. But you wouldn't necessarily know that unless you tried it. So come right. having a community where you can come in and say, Hey, what are some of the things that have worked for you? How can I start to incorporate these things into my world and see and try it out and see what works and then be able to get that feedback. I think it's going to be so huge. So if anyone is looking to join a community like this or wants to learn more, where can they find you on social media? Um, how can they get in touch with you? And would you like to share anything about that? Yeah. So on Instagram and Facebook, I'm um, at Angel Evanger. So E-V-A-N-G-E-R is my last name. And the name of the course is Reconnect to Soul. So I'll send you a link that will take you to the page that will explain everything about what that is. And people can... Um, join there or if it's a little early people can go on to the wait list for for that particular program um and um i have um well yeah that that's probably the best ways to to find me i love it awesome so i'll make sure everything is linked below guys if you want to check her out definitely connect with angel she is a light in this world she's incredible i love being connected with her and again we met through a podcast interview sometime last year and now you know uh, we've just been able to 
to develop an incredible relationship as well. So don't be afraid to get out there and connect with others. I know that Angel's the same as me. We love connecting with other people. Shoot her a DM, let her know how this went for you, how this episode was. She, I'm sure she'd love to hear, you know, the feedback and how her work is helping you. Um, so with that, as we're wrapping up today, Angel, is there any last words that you have uh, for someone that's struggling today or just any last words that you have on your mind? Um, I would say don't give up and know that there are other people there that, that are to support you. No matter how alone you feel, there are other people out there that are there to help you and support you. And if that, if you need that support from someone and don't have it, please reach out to me because I'd love to be there for you. I love that. Oh, thank you so much for your time today, Angel. This was incredible. I'm so excited to get this message out to the world and to share this. And uh, I can't wait to do that. So guys, let us know if you have any questions, let Angel know, DM her, connect with her, connect with me. We'll be here to help and guide you guys. So until next time, have a great rest of your night, guys. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye.